0: Hello and welcome to a Nigerian Abroad podcast. It's another episode with yours truly, Cheru K. Today I'm going to be having a conversation with a longtime friend. I've known her since she was seven years old and we were singing together in a choir when we were both religious and Uh (laughs) And we've grown up, grown apart, come back together, you know, reconnected and we've been doing life. 12 hours ahead of me <laughs> yeah but we've been living life and
1: i present to you all jamie hello this is jamie you're talking to <laughs> there you go yeah like, I, I missed a bit please employ me to sing at your birthdays and events
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um jamie and i are going to we're going to kind of take a walk down memory lane, you know, yes. looking, it's quite interesting because we've got two perspectives as to mm-hmm. you know, how our parents, culture, so um, society influenced our career paths. Yeah. Although similar, but slightly different, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of um, how our parents supported us or not supported mm-hmm. us, whatever. So we were having a conversation and we were talking childhood, we were talking what a uh, successful career was Mm -hmm. to our parents or in the society when we were growing up as children as you all know I'm 21 so yeah Yeah. Um, I'm up until I got to
1: 21 where Mm -hmm. I now
0: decided (laughs) to be who I am
1: today Um, first of all can I just say it's an honor to be on here like I feel you were made for podcasting like podcast when they created the word podcast it was like you like you're just it's this is you, you yeah. <laughs> know.
0: Right. So we were talking and um I was sharing a story with you which I thought is mm-hmm. kind of vital to share here the fact that you know growing up as a little girl my mother was living here in the UK for a short while mm. and my dad and you know kind of like was raising us and yeah. he was very involved in my day-to-day activities in mm-hmm. nursery school and you know from when I was singing I was uh um, Yeah. you know doing the Christmas um Christmas stuff, you know, acting Mm and all of that. And he'd be so present and he'd come like with his camera ready, you know, every evening and ready to take pictures and stuff. But when it came to my career, Mm -hmm. the concept of even being like a musician or, you know, going into the arts, any form of arts was not even like a consideration for me. The perception that our parents had of what they thought was successful kind of influenced who we are today and how we kind of turned out I mean you you had something similar
1: growing up as well didn't you in terms of yes so mine wasn't like direct them saying don't do this or whatever Mm -hmm. mine was looking at what they were doing and Mm -hmm. loving it so my mom was a lawyer and she was like at the top of the game Mm -hmm. and my dad was an engineer at the top of his game as well Mm -hmm. so I knew I wanted to be like successful like (laughs) actually it's been hard having Mm -hmm. like parents who are so accomplished Mm -hmm. and me seeing like that huge, that bar is already there. Like, okay, girl, you have no choice, but to be great. So um, another thing was I was good at so many things. So picking that one thing was hard, but they did encourage me. I remember when I left university and I started my first business, my parents were the first investors in it. I started a magazine back when there were like three magazines in Nigeria, um, Genevieve, Ovation, and True Love, and my parents supported me with that. So whatever, basically, they're like, "What do you want to do?" The problem is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I wasn't sure back yeah. then because I was good at like writing. I was good at and I was good at designing I was good at my degree which was in law and economics mm-hmm. like so many things yeah and um yeah
0: yeah so anyway I did the
1: magazine thing then I'm like okay let me go study to be a journalist mm. so I could do this better then I came to the UK and did my master's in journalism and yes doing doing that like we started like designing on um, InDesign Illustrator and I was mm-hmm. amazing. And I'm like, okay, I like this computerized design thing because back mm-hmm. in back in Nigeria and Ghana, we were still like everything using... was still
0: kind of done on paper.
1: It was kind yeah. of manual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that.
0: I mean, it's yeah, interesting that you'd say that because the journey for me was much different. I was a bit of a smart ass growing up, you know, I had a big mm-hmm. mouth on me. I knew my multiplications really good Mm -hmm. uh, and my additions and subtractions and all those things I was reading Mm. at the age of five so my parents as far as they were Mm -hmm. concerned I was destined for greatness and when I say reading at the age of five I'm not talking about reading your ABCs I'm talking about reading newspapers and stuff god bless me Mrs. Ajimogobia she was my um, headmistress at the Mm playpen and those people taught us to read you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a strong accomplishment and you know growing up back in the day when we did grow up it was you know we didn't have yeah. a lot of kids who did that um so mm. as far as they were concerned I had to either be an accountant a lawyer and then yeah you know I don't funny enough nobody ever talked about being a doctor in the house but mm. you know it was one of these um what's the word prestigious you know
1: yeah yeah careers that
0: we had to do Mm -hmm. yeah and then to think that when I got to the point of university I was I went on to do sociology to study sociology and anthropology and my dad my dad used to make like take strong jabs at it all the time you know like Mm -hmm. what is sociology
1: (laughs) you know and Mm -hmm. I'm
0: like "Mm -hmm. okay yeah you
1: know what you raised something important the Mm -hmm. perception of prestige yes yeah that that just hit me I'm like okay yeah but, I mean
0: this was like mm. it, it wasn't just in my family It was no, general. a general thing yeah. as well You know and I remember A conversation with another friend Who mm-hmm. was studying Theater arts and her dad didn't even know About this you know her dad thought she'd Gone oh. off to university and was yeah. Studying law so four years uh, Later she yeah. turned up with A degree in theater arts That disowned her <gasps> yes never ever forgot that story uh it (gasps) took a lot of time a long time before they actually mend that relationship but you know just kind of thinking about it and how that kind of influences our choices and what you know our career path like um deciding to then come to the UK and then Mm -hmm. you know getting a degree in business management and Mm -hmm. um, going out to look for work Mm -hmm. I kind of look back and think about how that impacted me as well because when I was looking for work I wasn't thinking in terms of my skill set I was mm-hmm. thinking in terms of yes what I studied
1: mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I,
0: I had a business management degree so I needed to work in business so yeah like, mm-hmm. I was happy to work in operations management or mm-hmm. you know, human resources management, because everybody mm-hmm. actually told me that that would be the best fit for me because I was a people yes. person, frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just kind of thinking about it, you know, like your career history
1: here in the UK. what was Yeah. It, yeah. You said something. So qualification. So, so when we were looking for jobs, we're thinking in terms of qualifications and not skill sets. Yeah. So like for me, having studied law economics and then journalism, mm-hmm. I was thinking what kind of job would utilize these three factors. Yeah. So yeah. one of the, the options I had was World Bank and um, there was another one. I can't remember, that. actually because I, because I did my internship in the UN, I got to find out that law and economics was a, a um, combination that people actually wanted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I then went for an interview with an old company they were reviewing their entire document document management system. Mm-hmm. So this was like the procedures, the things that ro- guide how the company is run. Mm-hmm. And they needed someone who was good, like knew was aware of what the laws were, mm-hmm. and then how to apply this to the company, so like the economics behind it. yeah, so um I joined and actually got an award for how successful that project was. And then they decided like to get, dead, it
0: guys. Name dropping, you know, dropping sets. Up. So she's worked for the UN. She got awards for this oil company. You know, she
1: yeah. I haven't even started with the dropping. Okay, so <laughs> right. Okay, so, so it's quite uh, funny after that, that auditing. Yeah, mm-hmm. was now the field because as an auditor, you go and review what someone is doing. You ha- you're aware of what they should be doing and see mm-hmm. if it matches. So um, I then did auditing for ten years. And became a senior quality health, safety, and environmental engineer. So I had Mm -hmm. all the qualifications for that. However, when I was younger, I go back to my arts. Mm -hmm. I designed like clothes and shoes and bags and like furniture for people. Mm -hmm. And it's just stuff I love doing. Yeah, And I felt like something was missing. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: I've always been passionate about creating fashion that represents who you are. Yeah. so yeah. as an introvert it's hard for me sometimes to like talk introvert, but right. a lot of people <laughs> when I go out and because of how I dress I find that conversations are easier so like someone to see something I dress and be like oh my god I know what that is you know that like, and it's a way for me to share things I'm passionate about without necessarily opening my mouth right I get that so I mean that kind of leads into um
0: the next question I was going to ask mm. you because When I look at my life and look at how I ended up as a scrum master, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it was kind of like a really easy decision for me because I was Mm. working in IT at the time. I'd come from a sales background, um, and then I was in IT working in project support and trying to Mm
1: -hmm.
0: get into project management. And then Mm -hmm. obviously there was an agile transformation. I jumped on that, boom, here Mm -hmm. I am. Right. So it was kind of easy for me. I mean, Mm um, But looking at you and looking at your journey right now, you're an entrepreneur, you own Mm -hmm. your own clothing brand and accessories, you know, um, thingy going on. Yeah. At what point did you then say, actually, I don't want to be doing this office thing for anybody but myself?
1: So um, I knew I wanted to do all this, but what was holding what was keeping me back was the money to do it. Yeah. But what helped me actually take the leap was when I lost uh, my second brother. Hmm. So I realized, like, life is <laughs> life is today. Yeah. If you wait, you would like. There's just dreams just dying. And I was looking around me, like people would say. I was seeing other businesses that were not similar to what I wanted, but people who were just stepping out of their comfort zone and just going for it. Yeah. So that is that was the push for me, like Jamie. Mm. you're amazing at this, like, just go.
0: Yeah, I mean, just considering do it. I've known you for a while, the next thing mm. I'm asking is, so how did you get to fund this
1: business? So um, I did a business plan, like, mm-hmm. a proper business plan, um, attached with, like, some samples of what I was going to be producing and, like, the financial analysis and all that. So one thing my parents... Um, have done for me since childhood that have has actually helped is even when you're asking for pocket money to go to like secondary school you have to write a plan Mm -hmm. and you have to like do a spreadsheet analysis so I did all that for Afribix and then presented it to them like they were sat down I came stood up like I'm talking to Mm -hmm. (laughs) investors and all that so yes that's so my parents were my first um investors.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it's quite great that you actually had parents who kind of supported a dream that wasn't in alignment with you know the concept of prestige in mm-hmm. Nigeria at the time. So it's, especially mm-hmm. when you were working, you know, um in oil and gas company yeah. and you were doing really good stuff as well. Yeah. And all of a sudden here you were going, Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to strike out on my own. Yeah. I want to be what um our parents would not call um a designer like a clothing Mm. brand designer but would have considered a it wants to become a (laughs) tailor yeah so I mean it's really good to actually hear that your parents were in support of that
1: yes Uh, they were
0: yeah I mean like I know my mother would have supported a lot of, you know, stuff as long as he was like business making, you know, like making mm-hmm. money and stuff and helping you to get by. Um, I can't say that the same for my dad. My dad was quite mm-hmm. driven by a set of um like listed careers. Only these careers mm-hmm. could fly. So it's it's really, really interesting to hear that. You got the funds, you mm-hmm. you decide you put a business plan together and then yep. you the road running so if you had to advise other people who are coming into you know trying to become entrepreneurs you know in today's digital age um yeah. how would you ask them to go about like you know things like marketing things like
1: creating awareness of the brand in general my advice first of all mm-hmm. would be like so when i did all that i put my head flat on the market mm-hmm. uh so quit the job immediately uh put my flat on the market. So I made some drastic decisions that if I had to do it again, I probably wouldn't. So I'll have a buffer. Mm-hmm. I did have a buffer of 2 years savings, but in the business world, especially when you haven't even started. So this was before I hadn't registered or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, at least register the company, do all the funding part first and all that. And then
0: well hold on a second
1: gradually
0: you knew your parents were going to be funding you anyway so this was I hadn't
1: even brought it up with them when I quit my job oh interesting yeah (laughs) such a risk because I was going like there was a whole personal like I said this was after my brother died and all that so there was I was dealing with a lot personally so I just needed a break from everything Mm -hmm. but regarding marketing yeah especially when you're working with a, a little budget mm-hmm. marketing is marketing takes about 90 percent of your budget mm-hmm. so you need to be very strategic yeah. about um, how you spend it for me at first I made the mistake of hiring an agency to run the marketing for me and back then I hadn't done courses
0: yeah.
1: in social media marketing Mm-hmm. If I had to advise someone, I'd be like, just get a course or like live on YouTube if you can afford a course. Mm-hmm. Because some of these agencies do you're just a check to them. Yeah. They won't do the research if you don't know what they should be doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: I didn't know what they should have been doing. They use like big words and I'm like, oh yeah. And then you spend thousands and realize nothing is coming in. So that is my advice so
0: do your research um, yes have a business plan um mm-hmm. and when it comes to digital marketing like i mean everybody knows facebook um yes instagram instagram you which know, are i mean yeah there, or linkedin yeah Everywhere. linkedin okay are there mm-hmm. other platforms that people should be looking out for you know to say okay where can i you know like other digital platforms
1: so even even like forget paid marketing mm-hmm. so to start use with the network you have mm-hmm. so for me it was like friends family whatsapp i was active on whatsapp so let people within your circle know what it is you're selling yeah if yeah. if people within your circle and not even like interested in the designs or it's different if they come buy that's different but test use your circle to test your product right basically makes sense so because you don't have to pay for it yeah and then there's free facebook groups that you can join and then instagram some instagram pages just be active within the circle you're in yeah if you're in a church like where your where you match whatever it is use your product because other people want to see it in use if you're lucky enough to have friends who can like feature the products for you do that tap into your network first before yeah. you go paid. okay that i mean that that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah. um, i think that kind of leads nicely into the next thing i was thinking about so you do all this work you know yeah. i mean there has to be elements of like funds going out a lot Yes. Um, so compared to me, I have a steady income. I kind mm-hmm. of know when my check's coming. You know, mm-hmm. my rent's paid, my water mm-hmm. bills paid, and all mm-hmm. that. Because I, you know, as long as I can sustain the job. So how yeah. does being an entrepreneur impact you know other aspects of your life and the
1: decisions you make on a daily basis? When I lucky lucky for me, when I started a business, I created a model that I could operate anywhere in the world. Yeah. Because I wanted the geographical freedom. It was important to me. Yeah. So um, I use like warehousing mm-hmm. um, packages and all that to put my products. So just like what Amazon does, fulfillment centers. Yeah. So that is what I use. So that helped. However, when COVID hit, those um, centers were on lockdown. Oh, great. <laughs> so for, for about two, I think that this was February, March, April last year. Like they were closed, so yeah. even if I had sales, nothing was coming in. So, going into business, and you ask how it affected my personal life choices. So, I am very frugal. I only spend money on things that I need to spend money on. So, like food. So, uh, that that is that is you just have to, and then the business comes first. Yeah. So, if Afribix has a need. I would spend money on AfroBix before I spend on maybe pampering myself. I wouldn't say everyone should do that, but that is the choice I've made because is what it is.
0: So do you ever stop at some point and say, um, compared to how much I'm putting in, am I getting the returns? And should I continue mm-hmm. like flogging or throwing so much money at this business, even though it's mm-hmm. not giving me you know, the high-end returns that
1: I'm looking Yet. at? For me, it's been okay, but look at your ROI, which is return on investment. So if you're spending money in a platform that's not bringing in enough sales, then stop and look for another platform mm-hmm. that would give you that amount of sales. There was a platform I was using um, initially. So let's talk about like, for example, influencer marketing, Yeah, which is one of the words that people use now. There are some influencers I've used that didn't even bring in, so not even... A sale, I'm talking of like a follow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They didn't. So that was, I didn't do enough research. Mm -hmm. So before you use an influencer, ask for their stats. Yeah. Like not stats that you think you know, like ask Mm -hmm. them. And there are websites where you can actually monitor what the engagement is. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's a feature on um, Instagram where if they put this post is sponsored by Afrobix, for example you can monitor the engagement on that post. So you know if this is someone you want to continue using or someone that you should stay far away from. Yeah, And also have a conversation with the influencer. Be specific about what it is you want to achieve mm-hmm. and then how they should go about it. Do you want them to do three posts, um, four posts? you want it to be permanent on the page? If they're featuring brands on the stories, do you want your brand to be included there? Like be specific. Yeah. And another thing, friends, (laughs) be careful. Like don't give out free products. (laughs) I got free product from you. What are you talking about? (laughs) I know, but, but no, no, no. You did, but you've also bought from me. (laughs) And then I got like positive reviews from uh, when, people use the product and all that from you mm-hmm. and that was amazing so like my free product brought in return on investments with you <laughs> 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 which is rare like it's so rare yeah so let's remove you from the equation now be strategic about who you're giving yeah i get that Your free products if not you just have like lots of product out there and nothing coming in yeah and i made that mistake so now uh yeah no yeah Mm -mm. well like with you you actually sent me pictures you sent me videos (laughs) of you using the product and then even after that you featured it you've used like I didn't even ask it wasn't something you were doing for AfroBix or whatever like you're exercising and then you're using it yeah you know it's different some people don't even use it they don't feature it I get anywhere
0: they just keep it yeah they just
1: keep it So, just kind of circling back,
0: because we've kind of looked at you as an entrepreneur, but Mm -hmm. then there's other people who don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want to become entrepreneurs. They just want to progress in a career.
1: And,
0: you know, obviously um, looking at it and just kind of thinking some of these things are still things that we can apply in our personal lives as well. You know, because from my perspective, when I think about um, what I want to do today, Mm I don't think about it in terms of where's the money coming from now. Yeah, You know, I've got to the point where I start to think about what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to achieve, where I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at my skills, you know, I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, what am I really good at? What am I trying to sell here? Mm-hmm. You know, who am I trying to be at this job, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I look at the uh, culture of the place that I'm going to, because, you know, living in the UK or living out here, we are afforded. Mm-hmm you know, the opportunity to kind of review companies that we're going to work for yes, and say things like, okay, wh- what's the culture of a place? What's their operating strategy? You know, you. Mm-hmm. so for me, it's it's deeper. You were intentional. Yes, I don't, I mean, in 2019, if you remember, mm. I, I was out of a job for about yes. three or four months uh, and I purposely refused, like I turned down job offers, even though yeah. were great because I kept saying to myself, It is important that wherever I go to, I will Mm -hmm. feel comfortable in that space because I'd spent the whole of 2018, you know, just hating the fact that I'd gone into a job thinking, yes, it's a big company. Yes, it's going to do X for me. It's going to do Y for me and just not enjoying my experience. So um, I've come to the point where I'm like, I have to be happy there. Yes. I have to feel like I'm contributing. I have to feel like um, I'm valued. You know, there's so many things that I'm thinking about and then I'm like, okay, so I've, you know, I've got expertise here, but at the same time, these are the skills that I'd like to bring you know, mm-hmm. to the company as well. These are the kind of skills I want to harness while I'm working, you know, wherever I'm working. And mm-hmm. that has kind of helped a lot to shape my career.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of like a far cry from what we learn growing up. you know. Yes, we're basically is- trained to get an education, get
1: go out, find a job, pay the bills, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. if possible get rich (laughs) yeah you know the emotional the emotional stability is not really considered like the mental health
0: yes we never really consider it you know and um whether you're staying in a company or starting out Mm -hmm. on your own um i believe that these kind of conversations should be had you know Mm -hmm. because they impact us every day you know they They kind of define who we are And Mm -hmm. you have to think about it, there's a strong interconnectivity between your work life, your personal life, Mm -hmm. your social life, your religious life, you know, they all Mm -hmm. get tied in together. And um, from this perspective, I just believe that, you know, we have to stop and start, you know, drawing all the um, triangles and dots and, you know, like saying, okay, what am I good at? What can I sell? Mm -hmm. You know, and what do people want to buy? You know, Exactly. uh, And then you build your strategy around it. Um, Mm -hmm. So far, I've been successful, you know, just being Mm -hmm. a Scrum Master because, you know, I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at motivating people. Well, sometimes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes, sometimes I'm like a bright prick, but yeah, um, you know, and I thought to myself, this is something I can do. You know, Mm -hmm. choosing to become a Scrum Master was very natural to me because I could walk into a room of developers and, you Mm -hmm. know, they're all... Different, you know, yeah. and I could connect with people easily. Mm-hmm. Like I could walk in a stranger, walk out smiling and laughing with people yeah. and going, Oh, yeah, she's cool, she's cool, you know, type <laughs> of thing. And even though I didn't know how to write a line of code, I found a way to make it work, find a way, you know, just mm-hmm. found a way to connect with people. And I think, um you know, choosing to harness your skills as opposed to just what you studied, you know, or what you think a career yeah. be, is also important.
1: And I just yeah. thought I'd put it out there. And, and there is also a, a blend because at the end of the day, we're a summation of all our choices and experience. Yep. Mm-hmm. So your skills. So for me, even though I'm not necessarily a lawyer, an economist or a journalist, everything I have learned, I can pick things out of it and yeah. implement them in Afribex. Before I forget, something that's important for any, for any entrepreneurs uh, or anybody mm-hmm. at all is keep researching keep learning whatever field it is you're in because things are changing technology is changing tools are changing pick like five top people in your industry and follow them yeah and see what they're reading you know the tools they're using (laughs) practices it is very important yeah so you're you're never like learned and the most educated person in the world where you have to keep learning that is that is something
0: yeah i totally completely agree because it's funny you're saying that because you know as a scrum master you just know that there's like techniques and there's new stuff coming out every day mm-hmm. you have to find new ways to you know you have to find ways to keep up with people how to motivate people how to stress, yeah. how to help yeah. a company become more agile and sometimes this takes like a lot of negotiating it takes a lot of um yes. conversations you know being able to as a scrum master you're a coach as well you know mm-hmm. um, and it helps you you're trying to bring out the best in a company in an uh, enterprise okay. you're trying to bring out mm-hmm. the best in people you're you know you're trying to help people come to that that solution that they're looking mm-hmm. for without telling them what to do you know so you have to always, you know, stay on top of your game because there's always yeah. a new strategy you could learn Learn about. Exactly. There's always, you know, a new way to do something. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I find that, you know, I'm constantly on Audible looking for something new, you know, like a new book. Same. You know, I'm on mm-hmm. YouTube, I'm canvassing YouTube. Like, so um, what did mm-hmm. Jeff Watts say the last time at his last TED mm-hmm. Talk? Actually, I don't know if Jeff <laughs> Watts read a lot of books. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just looking, you know, I go on and I I look I look for conferences and stuff. Mm -hmm. I attend them as well, you know, because I I I keep saying to myself, I want to get to um a certain point in my career where I can just pull away from working from for people and start consulting. Mm -hmm. And for me to be able to do that, I need to have invested the time, you know, Mm -hmm. in kind of like beating on my craft and just getting better. Your personal
1: development. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: exactly. So I think that's another thing that i don't think we were i got from you know education back in nigeria mm-hmm. is that whole concept of beyond reading to pass your exams and be exactly Yeah, it, it was more about thinking outside the box how can you make it better and i think we mm-hmm. need to have those conversations. continuous improvement yes exactly we need to start mm-hmm. you know teaching the ones coming behind that you know mm-hmm. to think outside the box to Think about improving themselves beyond where we are today, beyond the exams. You know, think yeah. how to make a better life for yourself, not just mm-hmm. subscribing to being whatever prestigious careers around. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's just kind of like my take on it right now.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, one, uh, if there's some things, okay. So, there's some things I want any um, one listening to this to take away. One, um, tool I use that has really helped me and I share this on clubhouse as well I have a productivity room is the done list
0: hmm.
1: as an entrepreneur it's there's so much to do especially when you're running your company by yourself so there was there was a period where I felt like I wasn't doing enough because I didn't keep a done list. Yeah. I kept a to-do yeah. list <laughs> I had like to do list on a board to-do list on my phone to-do list in a note notepad but I realized I was working like 22 hours a day. And at the end of the day, I look at my to-do list and only two things uh, crossed off. So the done list is anything I do, I write it down. Yeah. So on top of the list is like done list and I write it down. So I did this, I did that, I did that. And at the end of the day, some days I've done like 20 tasks Mm
0: -hmm. that were Mm -hmm. not
1: even on my to-do list. And this is because things come up during the day that you have to attend to. Let's say you get a customer inquiry or some emails, or you just need to. I have some personalized products and I just need to prepare a design quickly and then send it to the customer or the client. And yeah, so the done list, it changed my life. So now at the end of the day, I review and I'm like, okay, I did achieve something today.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, that is... Two, social media. Yeah. It's a
0: really be strategic
1: thing. about the time you spend on social media. You have things you want to achieve. So now what I do is before I open Instagram, I know why I'm opening mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I know, okay, I'm going to look for this information or I'm going to upload this post. I'm mm-hmm. going to reply to comments and interact with people. Mm-hmm. And then I set a time. You're spending 30 minutes, you're spending an hour, and then I'm out. Yeah. Or you spend five minutes or something. And then you go back to what you were doing. So be intentional about your time
0: yeah I actually love that but let's just go back mm. to your done list it's quite funny yes. that you point that out because mm. you know working in the agile space and agile environment mm-hmm. most times you find that lots of people are working with backlogs you know they have a backlog yeah. of tasks and then mm-hmm. use kanban boards you know um scrum boards whatever you want to call yeah. them you know and at the simplest you have um, a to-do list in progress mm-hmm. and done so you exactly. said, and I'm just smiling because as it early last year, um, Mm -hmm. one of the teams I was working with, we didn't just go through like uh, what needed to be done. We would Mm -hmm. start with the done list to see done. And what you find with that is you kind of take a step back to actually appreciate the effort you've actually put into work that you've done prior. I've taken it down now, but I used to have, like, when I start cleaning the house or whatever Mm. it is I want to do around the house when I was doing We have that. We have that, remember? Yeah, we had that conversation. You remember I Mm -hmm. showed you my wall and everything. So I always have that as well because it helps to keep me focused and I can prioritize the work that I want to do. And I kind of know what needs to be done immediately, you know, and every time I walk uh-huh. past it, it's like a constant reminder. Here are the things yes. you've done. Here are the things that are in, uh-huh. flight, you know, in flight and here are the things that need to be done so, um, soon.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But yes, the done list is a really good one as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very important. Change my life. Yeah. Well, Jamie, it's been amazing just sitting down with you and having this conversation. Hopefully it's been enlightening for those who are reading and um,
1: listening in as well. And thank you very much for being here. My thank pleasure. You. My pleasure. So um if anyone wants to check out um Afribix, do um do so on Instagram and Facebook. We're at Afribix, which is ai <laughs> at Afribix, yeah, which is so a- well If you F- want
0: to check out Afribix, <laughs> please go have a look. It's afribix.com yeah And yeah. they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook as well.
1: Yeah. Like, follow buy something mm-hmm. if you want to <laughs> yeah. for this podcast if you buying anything from here there's a special code uh, which we'll add in the podcast description so you get an extra 15 percent just because you listen he's to actually it. doing marketing on my podcast it. man's
0: got to pay the
1: bills yeah. mate okay, so, okay. yeah <laughs> for
0: those who listen and are interested i will put a code and then you can get some discount on AfriBigs. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Jamie, That's thank cool. you so much for coming. And uh, thank you all for listening in. And just before I go, I want to shout out to Duncan Daniels, who's a musician and also provided the intro for my podcast. He's amazing. Duncan. Always on the beat. Right. Okay. Until next time. Thank you all for listening in. And have a great weekend. Bye.